I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, welcome back to Let's Hang Out, the podcast that just wants to know, do you like me, circle yes, no, or maybe, and pass this note back? Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> you have to fold it back up and like pass it to my best friend and they'll give it to me at lunch, okay? Okay, got it, got okay. it. From the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And from the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. To those of you who have been with us through this whole journey, thank you as always for listening. If you're a new listener, welcome. We're excited to have you here. Here's what's happening this week. This week in the last Hey, everyone. We would like to introduce you to Kaylin Cervini and her new song, Like a Girl. She wrote it when she was beginning to realize she had feelings for a girl who she's now dating. And we are so excited to share this song with you because, listen, A, you may or may not know about Ellie and I that, like, we love music and we especially love queer music. And so it's super fun. We are so excited to help tell you about a new artist that you might not have heard about who is literally coming out with this song, which is incredible. She wrote a whole song. The chorus of it is kind of a repetition of I never meant to like a girl. And this song is literally how she's going to be coming out to a bunch of family and friends, which I just think is so ballsy. And I love that so much. So congratulations, Kaylin. You are incredible. We're so happy to share with our audience so you can listen to Like a Girl out now on Spotify. Here's a little preview. They say it's not a choice, but for me it is. And I don't know right now. I don't know. 
This Week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. We are so excited because tomorrow kicks off our Journey to the Heart crowdfunding campaign. So please, please, please head over there. We want to have a really big first day and you can support us on Indiegogo. So please, please, I'm just going to keep saying please because we need (laughs) you to support us on our first day. It's a huge day for us. We're so excited for A, everyone to hear some of the details about the story and some of the announcements that we have coming up, some of the, you know, teasers, cast announcements. We're just really excited about this show. That's all. If you want to sign up for that Indiegogo, you can go to bit.ly slash support journey to the heart. Incredible. Uh, We also want to tell you about some things going on in the Greater Liz universe. I'm going to start with there is a new sci-fi show that uh, many people have tuned us into. We're very excited about it. I've already started watching it. Ellie's going to start any day now. Any day um, now. Catching up. It's called Astrid and Lily Save the World. And listen, if you're a fan of any kind of like supernatural superhero, like if you like Buffy, if you like Batwoman, if you like all of those things, it's... It's supernatural, demons, portals to other dimensions. There's like spooky things happening. But even more than that, it is two female protagonists who A, are both fat in a way that is handled so like in such an uplifting, healthy way. And it's incredible. And B, one of them is very queer and has two moms. And I just love her so much. So if you haven't started watching it, you can get all of the episodes. Um, they're all kind of on demand on the Sci-Fi's website. You can catch up. The season's not completely finished releasing yet, so there is still time to catch up before the season ends, which probably is going to be really important um, if we want to see it get renewed. So Ashton and Lily, Save the World. Check it out. Watch it. Also, speaking of watching things that are gay, the Dairy Girls trailer just came out for the new season. I am obsessed with Dairy Girls. I cannot wait to watch it again. That show has me in stitches every time. It's so funny. It is it's so, so funny. funny. So I cannot wait to have more Dairy Girls on my screen. It's going to be so good. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. And welcome back to episode 15 of season five. Queer in Headlights. So excited. How many of you feel like a queer in headlights? You don't even really know what we're talking about, but I know you feel like a queer in headlights. (laughs) You know what we mean. (laughs) You know what we mean. How many of you have had that look of extreme panic when you're trying to make a move on the girl that you like? A lot. Or just or just that frozen, like nobody, nobody's gonna make a move. So listen. Here's maybe here's how I'll introduce this week's episode. Um, we needed a topic. 
I just caught up on this season of Batwoman. Um, and as if anybody who, well, listen, spoiler alert if you haven't finished the season of Batwoman yet. Um, but I am so here for Ryan and Sophie together. But this season was like the slowest burn, right? Where yes. it's like, it's that endless, like, the eye contact that's a little too long, the flirting, the, oh, I'm going to, you know, pretend to be your girlfriend on this recon mission at your mother's. Neither of us will they, won't they? Who's going to say anything? Nobody's saying anything. They're just awkwardly flirting. And it was, it just felt like a a gay vibe. It was a gay, it was I mean, a it, gay I mean, mood. to be fair, it was a gay mood because they're gay together. They're so gay <laughs> together. And, and that's like a whole separate topic on how much they're super gay and I love them together. Um, but I just feel like it's like we have our Discord chat with our patrons. We have a whole like dating relationship channel in there. This is something that comes up all the time. All the time, yeah. I have a friend. We're very close. We're do- we're cuddling. They say stuff like this. What does it mean? That this kind of stuff comes up all the time. It was also bringing me bringing me back. And listen, this is um this is when you know it's like a real throwback. Is when we mention the site that shall not be named. But does anyone else remember like way way back in the after Ellen days? Do you ever, did you ever go on the the forum on After Alan Ellie like the message boards? I think that was even before my time, Lee. I'm sorry you're dating yourself. Oh man. <laughs> this is I'm I I am so dating that. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> I'm old. Um way back in the day, After Ellen before it became like the cesspool that it is had a whole forum message board and one of the sections of that message board was just this. Like, I swear to God, that's all it was. It was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of little tiny baby gays coming on to say, let me tell you, let me give you like a a three-month breakdown of every interaction I have had with my best friend over the last, like dated, time-stamped entries of like, on this day, we hung out and they went and bought my lunch. And when they bought my lunch, they got me my favorite drink because they know they heard me talk about it the day before. And then I was sick (laughs) and they brought me soup. And then at school, they held my hand this day. And then this, and it was, I remember that board so vividly because it was the kind of thing where it was like, you know, you'd be bored one day, you'd like click through, you'd read some of them. And then you're like, oh, fuck, now I'm invested. Like now I'm going to have to come back in a week and like find out if it actually worked out. And you'd get that like people would come back and update and then you'd get like updates as their day. It was it was insane. But I just my point. Did you write on this this board, Lee? No, I didn't. Mm. But my point, my point, well, listen, we're going to talk about it, Ellie. I do not think this is a problem you or I specifically have. But that's why I think it's going to be interesting for us to dissect this. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I just feel like it's something that we hear all the time, right? Like, it's this out seems, there. Yeah. It's out there somewhere. I have never. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this, this is a ubiquitous gay problem that yes. we just sit frozen in incapacitated helplessness. I, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, yes. So 
I think, yeah, and I think the point is, right, we're going to talk about it, maybe talk a little bit about why that happens and, like, why it's so common. And I feel like one of the first things about why it's so common is why so many, so much freaking lesbian shit is so common. And it's just heteronormativity. Ugh, yes. Which sucks. Which sucks, but it's true. So, like, because I was thinking about this. I was talking about some of my, like, first boyfriends the other day. Like, my boyfriends in high school. And to be fair, I, like, I'm pretty sure I made the first moves in high school also, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, but it mostly was because I purposefully chose very um, passive men. Like, the more aggressive men scared me. You know what I mean? So I was like, let me choose the very nice boy who, like, will be... Do you mean men who might actually have been into you? Like... Men who might have expected that, like, you would oh, return yeah, yeah. Men that who, affection. Yes, yeah, yeah. Men who would expect that I would sleep with them. I would yeah. avoid with all. <laughs> I would stay far away from those. I, I was like, give me the high school virgins. Like, I love you. <laughs> I was a high school virgin as well. I'm not shitting on high school virgins. Sure, I'm- me too. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Lee. Whatever. What? Sorry, you, sorry you came out before uh, before all of us. <laughs> We're having such a great time. And I was just kissing boys and being like, stay sorry away. Sorry I was getting laid in high school, Lily. Listen. <laughs> sorry I was having the most meaningless makeout sessions of my life in high school. Um, <laughs> and that was it. Draw the line. I like how we had a whole episode dedicated to like keeping the, the romance and spice alive. And we were like... PSA, don't listen if you know us. And now we're like, remember getting laid in high school? <laughs> well, Anyways. you said it. You said it. I did not. You went there. <laughs> I'm blaming you anyways. Yes. But my point is, I do feel like in heteronormative relationships, there you're told from a young age as a young woman, like, the man makes the first move. You know, like, it's very unladylike for a girl to make a move. You wait for the man and all the things you're taught about, like, how to get a boy to kiss you are, like, make sure you're looking at him in the right way and, like, hold his gaze as long as you can until he decides to kiss you, you know? Like, and that's bullshit, first of all. But, um... I just feel like that's like the first layer of stuff that we have going on is that yeah. we're so used to if you're if you like were in high school, not like you, Lee, but if you were straight in high <laughs> the school. The running theme of this episode. How many times can we mention Lee getting late in high school? We're, <laughs> someone keep a counter for us. Okay. Someone, just, just let us know. That's after. the drinking game for this. <laughs> email us the count um oh, God, i also hate game. that you're every using time the term getting laid like that is making me it so feels uncomfortable like the best way to do this <laughs> but it's okay what i'm sorry what euphemism would you prefer ellie we'll switch to that all right no actually no getting laid yeah but please please think please say a better one because i am i that's the best i can that's up with. the best one that's the best yeah. one being sexually active that sounds too clinical I don't know. But either way, you were w- the point is Lee gets laid, all right? But <laughs> but I do feel like um we have that layer to start, right? Where like you're sort of conditioned to be the passive partner. 
Can can we talk about that too? Because I love that this is where you're starting. Because I feel like, listen, it's been a hot minute since I got a chance to bring up Jojo Siwa. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was not ready for this in this I episode. Just, I can tell. <laughs> um, here's how I'm going to bring up Jojo Siwa. Remember with me, listeners, remember this year when, jo- well, actually, I think it was last year. Regardless, remember when Jojo Siwa did the Prince Charming dance and mm-hmm. I like lost my goddamn mind that week and like could not get over it. And I feel like that's because am I the only one who used to watch all of these super heteronormative Disney movies, whatever, cartoons. And I think you're exactly right, Ellie, right? That they, it's always this thing of like, and then Prince Charming rides in and sweeps you off your feet. And I'm like, what fucking bullshit? Because I always wanted to be the one doing the sweeping. And like, I'm a fucking five, two, tiny, small, and we all know this. And like, it just sets up some really unrealistic expectations. But I still always, that's always what I wanted, you know? Like, yes. that was like, that was the role I wanted to play. And maybe this is going to, this will factor into when we talk about like why this is not a situation we have each found ourselves in that often. But yeah. I do, that's not, I'm not the only lesbian, right? No, no, no. You're not the only lesbian. I will say that from my perspective, I never was like, oh, I want to be Prince Charming. That was never really like what went through my brain. Um, Listen, some of but, us just look good in like suits and. But yeah, you know, I understand you just should that. Be sweeping, sweeping people off their. I don't know. I get it, but <laughs> I I don't know. Some of us want epaulets, you know. I don't know what. <laughs> get those epaulets. Um, but yeah, for me, I feel like I'm actually trying to think of like why I became such a like an assertive partner in like all of my relationships in terms of like well maybe not in my like relationships relationships as they went on longer but like I pretty much was always the person to make the first move and maybe it's like because I'm like so gay and number one so gay and also just like we all know this I'm not trying to be a dick but like very confident yeah, we don't all have the self-confidence of God, Ellie. Not- yes. <laughs> Listen, if I got laid in high school as like, that's going to be my claim to fame this episode, yours is just having like a rock solid sense of your own self-confidence. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like, I, and I completely understand this, like I feel like there's a self-consciousness that you're like scared to make the first move because you're concerned that the other person is not going to reciprocate. Mm. I completely like that. That's valid. I've just never felt that. <laughs> but I also, <laughs> I know that's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. But, but it's like, I feel like, okay. But I feel like I only make, <laughs> I make the move after I've gotten certain signals back. Right. So it's like, not like I'm going to make the move like, like at before I've even gotten any like sort of indication that this move will be reciprocated. I Have you I... ever not had the the signals back though? Have they ever not been reciprocated, Ellie? Let's be honest. I I don't. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't now, rem- I, now I'm just being an, uh, a dick to you. It's fine. <laughs> I can't remember a time when they have. I'm sorry. That's such an asshole. That's so. I can't. But I kind of love it. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's hard to think of it. I'm just here to build you up. You know that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I feel like, okay, that's, I would just like to clarify. That's like with the first move. And I don't know, maybe I also just surround myself with people who like, like I have one particular friend that I think about that, like, I feel like, cause in our discord chat, people are talking mostly about friends, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, they have these friends and they have these feelings for their friend and like, they're getting these sort of signals from them. I'm like, they're cuddling with them. They're holding their hands, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I also feel like there is this sense of like a lot of the times like certain levels of things will be reciprocated, but you're just nervous that like the next level won't be. So like for me, like I just feel like (laughs) kissing has always been easy, but I do feel like that next level is not as easy. Right. Which is like, and I mean more like emotional level. I'm not talking about getting lately, but like (laughs) if you, if you're really, wow, just snuck that one in there. Yeah. If you're really interested in someone, that's, I think, when, like, for me at least, that's when the self-consciousness comes a little bit mm. more through. Like, if I'm actually interested in, like, seriously pursuing a relationship with that person, that's when it becomes a little heavier. So I think for me, too, it's also just, like, the fact that I just, like, like making out with people. So I was, like, this is easy and fun. And, like, bam, bam. But, like, I feel like a lot of the people who are writing on the chats or writing in the Discord – they're more emotionally invested before they kiss someone. Yeah. And so that emotional investment is what's like really stopping them in the tracks, which I can understand. So I don't want to like completely be like, yeah, it's just been easy, easy, easy. Like- but this is, this is where I think it's so funny because I feel like I thought this would be an interesting topic for you and I to talk about because I know, I mean, I I know going in that that both you and I do not super have a problem being the person to make the first move. But I feel like we come at it from such different perspectives because it's so funny listening to you be like, I just wait until there's like reciprocation of the signals and it's always there. And I'm like, that's so funny because for me, I'm like, I just I want to sweep someone off their feet and my expectation always is 1000% that like nobody's ever going to be into me back mm. but that is not the point of it to me <laughs> so, so what's the point well the point for me has always been that I feel like it is pointless to have feelings for somebody and not be willing to tell them about it because when you like somebody it's because you think they're great and I'm like why would you not want to tell somebody that they're great and make them feel how great it feels when somebody's into you like yeah that's the epaulets speaking <laughs> listen I also I, sometimes I forget we're both Pisces well there is and, I mean because I is do, that sure well because I'm just saying like I I, under, I understand from that perspective because there is you're coming at it from a like, this is good for the other person. Yeah. Yes. For yeah. Me, I'm from for me. I'm to a say giant this, fucking sucker. Let's yeah, put it that way. For me to say this to them, this is good for that other person. Not like this is good for me personally. Right. Because my expectation is never that it, <laughs> that it will be. <laughs> like has never been my expectation going in. Um, I'm curious though. Like, have your have your results been the opposite of your expectations? I mean, it's not like there's, I mean, come on, let's be honest. Um, 
my dating history is pretty small. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so it's not like there's been that many opportunities. But I mean, I have like the the my friend in high school when I came out, I came out because I started having like very, very strong feelings for one of my best friends. Um, did tell her classic what that did not work out helped set her up with her boyfriend i mean listen when i say i'm a giant sucker i'm sincere (laughs) i I really mean it like i'm that asshole right who will be like i just want her to be happy like a moron so it's okay there's that um and then jess and i we were kind of set up i don't remember who a officially made the first move um and kelsey obviously i told her so yes. i mean i would say it's you know hit or miss 50 50 i don't know but uh i did okay yeah you did you did good <laughs> it worked too, out let's I, it worked out let's yes. put it that way i would also say there was as i'm thinking back on it so <laughs> for context gentle listeners Um, I came out when I was 21 years old and I went honestly so hard because I had so much pent up sexual frustration because I literally from only hitting on high school virgins. Yeah. Like I literally did nothing uh, till I was 21 years old. Right. And I'm like, so I was just like balls to the freaking walls. Like (laughs) and I. And I was <laughs> Ellie had so many years of not getting laid in high school to make up for everyone. Yeah, I that's all I'm saying. So I, my situation, I think, was like a little different, not different, but that's that's where like where I was coming from. And so and but then I was in college and I kept I kept hitting on straight girls. And the thing the annoying thing about straight girls for me was that they would always make out with me. And like multiple times also, yeah. like not not like a one time and then they're like, oh, that was a mistake. It'd be like every freaking time I would see them, they'd be like, Ellie, my makeout partner. And I'm like, are you actually straight? It was so that was that that was a lot. That was a lot. Um, are so, they still straight? All of them? No, no. <laughs> but it was still it was tough. It was tough. Um. But so that's much. a date. See, that's that is the danger, though, of uh, of the that is the selfless dan- Pisces trap is that then, yeah, you end up just becoming the ego boost for someone else. Right. Exactly. No and it that. was definitely I was their ego boost when like the stupid boys at college weren't paying attention to them. You know, and yep. so it's not like I don't want to be like it's all positive that wow I got to make out with so many people because they always said yes but it's like were they saying yes for the reasons that I wanted them to yeah you know um but I think to um to another point of like why people get paralyzed is because of that right it's like okay especially if you're younger more people have not figured out their sexuality hopefully it's better now so all you all you youngins out there, I hope you're having the grand old time. But like there's there's that feeling of like, okay, if I make this move, is this person going to reject me? Not even necessarily because they don't like me, but because they they are straight. They are not interested in like in women at all. 
And like, am I going to get rejected in that way? And like, well, the more times you get rejected, the scary, like the more it like hits you that you're going to get rejected again. The more it hits you. And also, I think what you're touching on, because we're getting into, I think, a big reason that this is such a stereotype, right? Like, there's the heteronormativity aspect of it. Sure. There's also the part of it that I think it's really tricky. And that I think especially that I think especially for queer people in this situation leads to the most like deer in headlightsness of it which is it is actually very common for straight girls to send really confusing signals and they send confusing signals for a lot of different reasons but one of them i think is exactly what you just said is you get that person who is giving you attention who is building up your ego, who is not scary, they're not pushy, they're not too aggressive. <gasps> oh my god, Lee. What? That, what? that was my karma. <laughs> you became I, the high school I virgin. I became the high school virgin. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my god, I just had that revelation. <laughs> I was the high school virgin for those straight girls. This week's episode of Therapy, therapy brought to you by Let's Hang Out. Um, no, but I think it's true because I think, I mean, listen, we have seen this. Ha- it is as much as I'm going to say, oh, sure, we're always willing to put ourselves out there and it's worked out. But, but also sometimes it doesn't. And yes. I think that is a big part of that fear as well is... It is not uncommon, especially when you're younger, right? Like, especially when you are high school, college age, guys kind of suck. They're terrible boyfriends. And it is not uncommon for straight girls to like the attention and care and interest that their friend who's very clearly into them will give them, whether or not they are interested in return. Right. And that's where you get that dangerous line of like, I want someone to cuddle with and I want someone to tell me I'm pretty and I want someone like and it gets into that unclear area where you're like, are they actually into me or or am I their high school virgin? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you could be their high school virgin. I don't know. But um, I mean, that's I've had so many friendships like that. And, like, before the thing is, I think for me, too, when we talk about, like, just go for it, right, I was in the closet and, like, basically dating so many of my friends. And so once I came out, I think I was so, like, against that. Like, I was, like, I was in the friend zone, not even, like, I was in that, like, lesbian friend zone, not even knowing I was gay with my straight girlfriends. Do you know what I mean? hmm And so I think when I came out, I went, like, above and beyond to be, like, if I'm into this person, I'm going to try to kiss them because I need to see if they are treating me like a straight friend. Yeah. Or if they actually want to be lesbian with me. <laughs> <laughs> So I would, like, get that out of the way, like, so early. Do you know what I mean? And then I still did get stuck in that trap where, like, they'd be like, 
oh, well, I really like kissing you, but I'm still straight. And you're like, <laughs> I thought we, I thought I had solved this problem by kissing you, you know? So for me, at least, I think that was a big catalyst of being like, do not trap yourself in that. Like, I could not handle being trapped in that. So I was like, get out as quick as you can. Tell someone you have feelings for them. I also feel like, you know, I'm saying kissing, but like the bigger thing I think too is like, if you really have feelings for someone seriously, just like telling them mm-hmm. is I think even sometimes scarier than just being like, oh, isn't it crazy we make out sometimes? <laughs> How <laughs> like, so weird. So, so kooky in front of us. Yeah, like, I can't believe, like, we always do this, right? And you're just like, oh, my God, just say it. Um, so, yeah, I feel like for me, that's, like, always been if I get to a point where, like, the feelings are so intense that it's, like, I cannot ignore this. I'll just, like, I have to say something. Because for me, I'm, like, if I don't say something, I'm going to, like, literally keep this intense feeling going on. And I'm, like, waste, wasting my time in a way. Mm. Right. Or also like, I mean, that's happened with a lot of my friends where it's like, I don't like, I don't feel like I won't feel like I'm wasting my time if we have a conversation and you literally say to me, I don't want to date you. Then I'm like, okay, cool. Now I know where we stand. Now we can be friends. But whatever we were doing before was way too confusing. So here's, here's what I want to, here's what I want to ask. For, because obviously we're having this conversation sort of for the people who have a harder time Mm. putting themselves out there, right? What would you say, because you started, you started by talking about when you see things being reciprocated, right? Yes. When you feel like you're getting that interest back. What are the things that you would look for? To decide, is it being reciprocated or not? How would you tell that you would be willing to put yourself out there and have that conversation? Because we can talk about the conversation separately. But I'm curious, what would be this? Like, what would be the things you're looking for? Great question. Okay, I'll say like before anything physical, because like I swear yeah. to God, I have had times where I'm literally <laughs> sleeping with my friends, and then I have to be like, are we dating? Like, so that's, you know, that's an easy sign to read. Can you um, pull your tongue out of my mouth for a hot second? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is probably a thing. But like those first signs, I still do think that cuddling is, is a good, is a good indicator. Okay. I know it can still feel a bit complicated, but if I'm starting to like be pretty physically intimate with, let's say I'm starting to be pretty physically intimate with a new friend, like someone that I've recently met and that, um, that I know is single, that I, that they act, if I'm in a like group of friends and I see that they act differently towards me, like if they're more physically intimate with me than they are with the people around us, mm-hmm. that I would say is a good in- indicator. So I'm saying like holding hands, like you're you're on a couch with all your friends and they're like really close to you compared to everyone else, you know, like those kind of things. But I think you can also pick up on like, are they are they like constantly talking to you? I really 
I I know like I'm like this is gonna be whatever, but I'm like because I'm like me and Lee talk all the time, but like. <laughs> But I knew that that was yeah. But but we've already covered our platonic soulmateness, Ellie. Yeah, we're, like we we're pretty comfortable in that. Yeah, we already covered our boundaries, and like I literally like knew you were married. I had a girlfriend. Like there was nothing. You know what I mean? So like I don't want to say like you constantly talking. That's it. But you, I think you can read the signs of like if you're constantly talking to this person, and like the conversations are like a little bit flirtatious. I think you can have you can see that there's like a little yeah. more there. And and the flirtation part is such a big part of it too because that's the other thing. Listen, as we talk about me and the giant sucker sucker that I am, to a certain extent I am but I also I am just like that. I like for the people that I care about to feel good about themselves, right? Like you've been friends with me for a long time, Ellie. This is not news to you. True. So, but have you ever felt like I'm flirting with you when I do? No, it? no. Literally, like, that's why I'm saying like I'm like there's right? so like, clear boundaries. Like I would a never ever think different. That. Yeah, like there's a there are ways you can compliment people, you can build people up, you can do all sorts of stuff, and it is still not flirting, man. Like if you can't tell when someone is flirting with you, like it's it's very much more pointed than that right because like and I feel like to me the difference is like complimenting somebody is about them like flirting is also about you like you want them (laughs) you want them to notice what you are doing like there is intention behind that you know like somebody can give you a compliment and that does not mean that they're into you Yes. But how they give you that compliment how and they say it. how yes. they're like catching your eye when they do it and how they're holding that gaze and how close are they standing to you and are they giving you that compliment while like rubbing the back of their neck a little and I mean come on like yes it's obvious pick up it on is, that stuff right it is obvious pick- but I will say cuz I'm thinking like what if there's two cuz here's what I I think that's very accurate and easy to decipher when <coughs> one of you is more forward than the other. Yeah, that's true. What do you get when both of them are not forward? That's why I just feel like you have to just like there's going to be a moment where you might have to take a little bit of a leap of faith, right? Like and be like, I think I'm reading this signal. Maybe I'm wrong, but I need to see if I am. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. 
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Because the only way you're going to, like, 10,000% figure it out is if you say something and ask. Yeah. Right? So, so I just feel like you, but like, you know when you're talking to someone, like, you can feel the vibes. But I also feel like there's some people that cannot feel the vibe. So I just want to <laughs> like I, I'm just saying like I just want to say yes. to those people because they're probably listening like what the fuck vibes are you talking about? Like I here's don't- OK. Let's name. Can we name. Can we put like some concrete things out of like the vibes? Because I think you mentioned a couple for sure. Like the cuddling, the physical proximity, especially if it's happening just with you. <gasps> the time of night that they contact you. <laughs> That is legit. If they are messaging you late at night constantly, like you yeah. are the last thing they're thinking about before they go to bed. Like that's a thing. Yep. Um, I would also say it's a it's a really hard thing to describe, but the it's because it's almost like nothing happens. But do you know the like eye contact nothing happens? Like you're both there's just that beat of like just too long of a pause where you're like both trying to like suss something out that doesn't happen with your friends let me yes. just put that out there okay like if you are into your friend and they are not into you back right and you catch their eye and you're like oh this is a is it happening there's a moment our eyes are meet and then like they just look away and there's nothing that happened for them <laughs> then yeah it's probably <laughs> then like not. it's not mutual but you know when you just like you ca- you both catch each other's eye and it just feel like feels like it goes on a little too long like a little too long and like you both don't know what should be happening next and you're yep. both still maintaining eye contact that's gay and if you both feel a little like awkward after it because you're because you're both sitting there wondering if you're both reading too much into it that moment that, that's gay yeah that's gay you that's should have gay. a conversation with that person and be like hey what is the deal i am very into you <laughs> yeah i mean and i would say too like maybe we should talk a little bit about like what are the scripts to say like sometimes mm. people sometimes people need a template wait sorry you know i, I thought mean? of one more i thought of one more and then we can talk about scripts yeah okay the other one i would say um, and this is, again, this is maybe going to be a little specific uh, for me as a person, but I feel like if you have somebody who does things that are very specifically for you, like if they're 
there's a difference between like, oh my God, we are best friends and we hang out all the time and we love to watch movies and cuddle together and I don't know what that means. That's a little different. We know what different. that means still. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> 80 plus children gays later, sorry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we know sorry. what it means. Yeah. Um, uh, but I do think that there is a difference between that and the they saw something at a store and it made them think of me and they brought it like brought me a little present and left it for me to find and like didn't even say anything about it. they just want to do stuff specifically for you that's like mm, that's getting into some territory of some feelings happening right yep. like they're not doing it because it's a joint thing they're not doing it because it's like this is what we do when we hang out this is like they are Very clearly doing stuff for specifically for you. Shit's I think, gay. <laughs> yeah, I think too, like, if you know this person, like, I feel like this happens so often, right? Where it's like a friend, right? If this is a friend who you really have feelings for, you know what they do. Like, you know how they operate, right? Like, so... Maybe you do have a friend who literally brings every single person in your friend group a gift when you see them, right? I don't know, right? But if you know that that person doesn't do that for anyone except for you, that's it. Like, that's why I'm saying, like, if they're physically affectionate with every person in your friend group, cut that off the list. Okay, fine. Yeah. We understand they're a physical person, right? But it is, like, are there things that they only do for you, like, very intentionally? Like, just consider that yeah yeah because it's for sure you're like uh this is different or if there's a person that you know who's like so crazy talkative with every other person and then they're with you and they're like shy and awkward maybe there's something interesting there or I don't know there's just if you know them well you know their patterns and you can notice when things are slightly different with you like that's a sign, and that's and when a sign. you and yeah. when you do notice, here's what you do. Let let's let's dive into it. What do we do? What's your what's your <sighs> script, Ellie? Okay, so <laughs> Ellie's when, like, I kiss them. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, yes, but no, um, <laughs> no, I. Oh my god, I was so bad when I was single, but it I was put fun. my mouth on their mouth. It was it was fun, but what? But it's fine. Yeah, I would just. I, ah, also, to be 21 again. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, also, it's just easier because you're like, want to dance? And then you like start dancing. And then you're like, oh, we're dancing. Like, let's just kiss. See what happens. Um, Yeah, that was time. But <laughs> let me get out a lot. Listen, now there's minute. masks in the way. It's very, yeah, it's harder, very, you know? very much different, different time. Um, But I would say, like, here's what you say, right? And what I have said to people before, and like I said, that I have said to people and they have rejected me. So I don't want to be like, yes, I've always, they always say yes. Um, I've said to someone like, hey, I've been thinking a lot about you and our relationship. I have pretty strong feelings for you and I would like to see if we could be something more. What do you think? Very direct. And I'm also like, what, where are you at? Yeah. And then if they come back and they're like, hey, I really just like you as a friend, then you know. Then it's like, okay, fine. And then you can move on. Right. But that's 
that's like what I've said before. Or if I'm like actually like really, really. There's been some like messy shit too. <laughs> I'm just thinking like. You, you know that's what everyone wants to hear about. Come on. They do. Well, because I don't want them. To, I want them to feel like they're not alone. Like it's not easy to do this shit. Yeah. But I was literally like hooking up with someone. But it was like, you know, I'm we're seeing other people at the time. Right. Like she can see other people. I can see other people. And then two times. This is also like read the signals, everyone. Two times we were out. And she was with different people while I was also there. Okay. But I still was like, no, I really like her. Like, this is, it's going to be It's going to happen. It's going to happen, right? Like, yeah. And then that, like, so I understand people also send mixed signals. She literally sent me a text message that was like, I just want to let you know that, like, I really like you a lot. Like, I would want to date you. Uh, yeah, well, this, I can see how that, you know, it was could very really be misinterpreted. It was very you know? confusing. So then I was like, you know what? Let's that after that, because that was like confusing, confusing, confusing. I literally was like, let's meet up for coffee and talk this out because that, there is way too much convoluted shit going on here. So like, that sometimes sounds like a just, person who likes the attention. Yeah. Like sometimes you just have to sit down and be like, all right, let's talk this out. And after we talked it out, we were like, all right, we're not going to do this anymore. And that's yeah. fine. And now we are still friends. So, like, we we worked it out. We had to be very, like, let's sit and chat about this. And I had to be like, you pretty much, like, fucked with my brain. And that sucked. And we did take, like, uh, honestly, like, maybe, like, a few months, maybe six or seven months where we, like, were not really friends. Yeah. And then, like, seven months later, she was, like, pulled me aside at a party and was, like, I just need to apologize to you for everything that went down between us. And I was like, thank you for the the apology. And now we can be friends. So, like, there's so many, like, different layers of, like, what could happen in interpersonal relationships. I just hate living in the in-between. So I'd much rather just be like, what is this? Do you know what I mean? I I know exactly what you mean. (laughs) What are your your scripts, Lee? Well, what I mean... I guess what I would say my script is, is I think my script usually is to focus primarily on the other person, right? Because I think that's how this conversation has most commonly tended to go for me, is if I'm telling them, the reason I'm telling them sort of becomes the script, you know, is like, I think you're incredible, and I love being around you, and you're super, like, attractive, and all of this stuff. That's how I feel about you. Yeah. And I would like you to know that. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think it depends on what you're hoping and or expecting to get out of that conversation. Well, Um, I would say in terms of expectations, I think the main thing is to not expect anything from the other person and I think that's the that's the way that it makes the conversation easier at least for me as someone with crippling imposter syndrome I'm real good at that part of it my expectations (laughs) are non-existent (laughs) they are zero so I'm really good at going in with minimal low bar (laughs) expectations um and it's you know it's hard to be uh 
overly disappointed at that point when you yeah. expect nothing. It's fine. I definitely have like mid bar expectations, but even still, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but but I feel like it's like okay. I look at best case scenario, which is like okay, if I have feelings for this person and they have feelings for me, like all right, this is it. We're doing it. Exciting stuff. Yeah. And then I'm like, I guess worst case scenario, which I don't even feel like is worst. I they're like no. At least I have more information and I can't and I won't regret it. I think I just have always come from a point of like, I'll regret it if I didn't say something. And then like, I don't know. I think maybe it's like when you see on like TV or movies or shit or stuff like that, that like has been like drilled in my brain, you know, when they're like, oh, I had such a big crush on you five years ago. Why didn't you tell me? Right. Yes. And like that is my like worst nightmare. Here's here's the thing. Best case scenario, I got fucking married, right? I mean, yeah. like, here's the thing. <laughs> I did not go into the very similar along those lines conversation that I had with Kelsey with high expectations. I went in with expectations of she is straight. She has never dated anybody in her life um, and clearly is not going to be the type of person who just, like, you know, has this wild self-confidence, like, you know, of just is going to be hitting on me and doing all of this stuff. But she was someone I had a giant crush on. And I was like, well, why would I not tell you that? Because if nothing else, I feel like that would be a good thing for you to have in your life is the knowledge that I am that into you, right? Like that felt important yeah. to me. And the end result is you're married. Now we've been married for over a decade. So like, I'm not saying that is a guaranteed outcome. I'm just saying that is something I could have left on the table, right? Yeah, exactly. You could have been like, well, she's straight, so right. never mind. So never mind. <laughs> because we were in that very same point of like, we cuddle all the time. We're we're sleeping over. I'm sleeping over in her fucking twin-size dorm room bed every other gay. night, you know? Like, so, so gay. But at the time, I mean, I was very convinced this was just like a, you know, one of those situations where I was like, it's... Who doesn't like having that attention, you know? Yeah. Like, who doesn't like that? I get it. I get why it's confusing. People like cuddling and people like feeling good about themselves and they like being around people who make them feel good about themselves. I get that. But at this, but it is true that you don't know. You don't know if it could have gone anywhere. And you're absolutely right. That question of, are you going to realize, oh, my God, actually, we both would have been totally into trying something that never went anywhere because neither one of us was willing to make the move. Yep. And I just don't, yeah, I just don't feel like I could live with that. And then too, like, I think there's, like I said, there's such a terror, like, I've noticed people are just so scared of losing a friend. Mm-hmm. And I really think, like, if they're actually your good friend, you will have such a better relationship with them if you get that shit off your chest. Yeah. Like, like, I just think about, like, I mean, I'll just say her name, whatever. She, she'll listen and she doesn't care. She knows. But my friend Alexa, like, we had this, like, six-month period of time when we were both single where we would go out every weekend. We would make out hardcore. Everyone 
everyone thought we were together. Like anyone who saw us was like, oh yeah, Ellie and Alexa, they're dating, right? Like we acted like we were dating and I was so, I had a huge crush on her. And so I was, that's like the friend that I was like, I have a huge crush on you and like I need you to know because we're basically dating right now. So like, why don't we just date? Like that's like literally what I said. And she was like, no. And she was like, (laughs) and that's fine, right? Like, and that's her choice to say no, right? And now we're both in different relationships and we are at the places where I think we're supposed to be in our lives and we are still best friends. Like she is one of my number one friends. I can call her anytime I want, talk about my life. She gets me like, and I just don't, if I hadn't said something, I think that like there would have been resentment building up. I would have had like this unresolved, these unresolved feelings for her. Like, I think it just would have dragged on so long to the point where like years later, we wouldn't have the same friendship that we do. You, it's, you cannot keep resentment from coming into that type of relationship. Right? Because you're not being honest. Exactly. You're not being authentic and it's happening in a way where it's on you, but you're going to blame them for it. Right? Mm -hmm. Because you're going to feel strung along. Exactly. I'm like, I have such strong feelings for you and you just like constantly make out with me every weekend and like tell me I'm pretty and blah, blah, blah. Why are you saying all those things if you don't want to date me? Right? And it's like, because- Because you never That's, said you wanted to date cause me. I, yeah, because we didn't set any boundaries for this relationship. So, like, I'm also just setting a new boundary in our relationship yeah. that, like, really honestly made a, made our friendship so much stronger. So I'm just saying, like, if you're actually – if this is a person that's meant to be in your life and that you care about, like, having that conversation will not, like, push you apart. It might for a brief moment – like for a little bit of time when you need a little space to figure out what the new boundaries of where you're at. But like you will come back together in a way that is like the right and the best way for your friendship. So and it also yeah. frees up that energy to go find other opportunities. Exactly. Like, because the thing is, if you're stuck, it's why you're going to feel strong along, because if you are just stuck in this loop with that one person and it turns out that they're not actually looking for that you are putting so much of your own energy and intention and heart and everything into this and they're not even picking any of it up and you're not like you could be letting other opportunities pass you by because you're just stuck you know chipping away holding on to hoping something. that this will turn into right, something that, that like, you that, want it to be, but it's not, you know? Yeah, and you could just free yourself to be open to those other opportunities. It's, I, listen, we cannot stress enough. <laughs> Don't be a queer in headlights. Um, Don't, We're both please. big fans of saying something, speaking your truth, saying where you're at, having those conversations. Uh, I think it's really important. That's all. It you is. You know I listen, you know what I'm going to say because I you have we have this uh this one note on our very <laughs> we don't really do on our very chaotic uh, outlines. outline. Yeah, yeah. Um the few notes that we left ourselves, you talk about examples uh in the media. Like are there times where we have seen good examples of this? Do you have examples in mind of queers in the headlights or of 
of people pushing past it because I have a couple that I love. You go for it. I mean, I think if you, I think like Imagine Me and You is the one that I think of the most. It's mm. like they're so like in love with each other and they like won't say it and they finally do and blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, I just feel like that's, it's just like that best friends kind of trope. You're probably like, what, Pretty Little Liars? What else? I What I was actually going to say, well, because the, the first two that came to mind, just because they're the shows we've been watching the most recently. So I actually, I love how Batwoman handled this, right? Because they're kind of doing that. There's clearly emotions of, involved. They're flirting, but then fighting, but then they, because they can't really find each other's footing. And I love that, like, Sophie does just do the, like, put my mouth on her mouth, right? Yeah, yeah, Here's, great like, move. How about this? Get you out of your head. Here's where I'm at. Um, and then is willing to talk about it as well, right? Um, love that. Good move. Put yourself out there. Do it. Kiss their face. Great, great choice. Um, the other one that I was just thinking of, because we also just caught up on the latest season of Sex Education, uh, mm. is I love uh, Ola and, yes, and I love them. Uh, Lily, right? They're so cute, yeah. Like- it's and same thing like that is such a cute fucking storyline the way that Ola's like wow I'm realizing I have all of these feelings for my friend and she does immediately the same thing that we're talking about which is to be like hey putting this out there this is how I I like I am realizing about myself that I am apparently into girls that girl is you I'm into you I want to make out with you what do you also think? kisses her. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking a lot of just they kiss them. Um, you don't always but, have to kiss them. Well, but. but I think there is like that, like you okay, you can either straight up go for it without saying anything before. Just like that happens so much in, in movies. But you like you can set the scene, right? If you're gonna tell them that you're into them, and then you get a signal back where they're like, Oh, go for it. You know? That's yeah. what I'm saying. But um also Oh my god, what's their name? Maeve and freaking Otis. Yeah. That's like the classic like you never said anything and now we have to see them fucking <sighs> go back and forth and back and forth and back and <sighs> forth and that is the most fr- I know they're in high school, but I just feel like It's so frustrating. One of the things I want to say be- really quickly before we end is like it doesn't ma- actually it doesn't matter what age you are at. But I feel like the sooner you can start practicing this, like the better relationships you're going to be able to have. Right. Because like if you think about it as like I'm constantly like doing things that push me out of my comfort zone. I'm just like always wanted to like grow and do new things and like do different do stuff like that. But like what they say about that is like, you know, you have to start with one you're not you might not get a positive response in that first one but the positive response is that you tried it the positive response is you did it once and it'll be easier next time right so like I think if you can think like okay you're even if you're in high school and you're like I really have a crush on my best friend tell them you're you might start dating your best friend in high school but also maybe you won't and then you at least have had practice in high school so then you get to college and you're like I have a crush on this girl I'm going to tell her. And then that's your first girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, (laughs) I'm just saying, like, 
you have to start somewhere. Like, so don't ex- don't expect that that first time is going to be like, wow, I did it. And now I am married, likely. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm that just wasn't saying the it's first not time. impossible. Okay? But that was not the Listen. first. But that was not the first time no. that you had done something like that. Right. So even though you weren't expecting something that time, you had done it two or three times before. And the fact that I had done it was probably why I was willing to do it again. If exactly. I had not been absolutely like crashed and burned with my best friend in high school and set her up with a dude like a moron, would I have found my wife? Listen, existential questions that yes. no one has an answer to. No one but, has the answer you know, to. But. but I think it is you're, you're making a great point, Ellie. Great point. Yeah, you just, it's all, everything is just practice. Like, nobody gets to be, like, not afraid of rejection by never being rejected. (laughs) Does that make sense? Like, you're not afraid of it because you've literally experienced it and you're like, eh, I guess I was rejected. (laughs) That's what that feels like. (laughs) On to the next. On that note. <laughs> why does why don't more people hire us as inspirational speakers? Is right. what I want to know. Listen. Uh, guess I just got rejected. No, there's this um I've been doing a lot of sales training because I'm working in real estate now. And one of the things that they say, which I really liked, it's like a, a financial thing really, but I think it works with everything. Is like, okay, it takes 100 people to get one sale. And if one sale is $10,000, those 99 people that got you to that one sale, they're all actually valuable as well. Like they factor into that final transaction. So don't think about them as $0. Think of them as, I'm like, do the division on that, um, a thousand, a $100 each, right? Can't do math. Math on the fly, quick. So each person is $100 each. So I'm like, <laughs> they're not money, but I'm just saying like, each person that you tell is leading you closer to that person who's going to say, yes, I like you back. Like you'll never get to that person if you are never the person who says something. So we, we're crushing this. I like that. I like it, too. Yeah. Also, every time someone says no to me, I'm like, thanks. That's a, you just gave me $100. <laughs> and they're like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, did you just steal you gotta, from me? You got to get one of those little keychains that just plays a sound and you just got to have a sound that's like, cha-ching. That's what I want to do. Like, get, yeah, get a little clicker. But like, it gets to the point where like, you're excited for someone to say no to you. Because that means, okay, now I'm just getting closer and closer to that yes. So it's all about, mi- all about mindset, baby. <laughs> and most importantly, if you do make the move and you do get a yes, let please us email us. We want to <laughs> We want to hear all about it. Please tell us everything. I don't. I don't have that forum to follow these stories anymore. So just we need them know, from you. Send us your updates, please, and thank you. Ugh, I'll be so happy if that happens. Also, I'd be so happy if two less ha- less hangout listeners are just like flirting somewhere in the universe, and they're like they both listen to the episode and they play it for their person yes. and then they're like oh yeah did you ellie's writing fan fiction about our <laughs> listeners right now is what's happening oh, live you- on air <laughs> did you hear that lesson out episode yeah who are you gonna tell you have a crush on <laughs> yeah this is my challenge this is my challenge to you listeners <laughs> tell somebody you have a crush on them this week or if you don't have a crush on anyone right now tell somebody from like 
two years ago that you never told, just be like, screw it. Hey, I used to have a crush on you. Just throw it out there. If the lesbian community just like implodes this week. It's it's because of me. It's on us. It's fine. (laughs) We take full responsibility. The less, less hang less crush out challenge. Yes. Oh my God. Hashtag it. Hashtag it. (laughs) Do it. All right, but let's go to our Q and Gay now that we've sent this <laughs> challenge to you. Let's do it. Q, 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 and, 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 and. Question number one. Do you usually make the first move? A, yes. B, no. C, depends. Uh, I'm going to say A, yes. Yes, I do. I also do. That is a yes on me. We have so much in common, Ellie. Yeah, we do. Who, who would have thought, you know? Who would have thought? Question two, what stops you from making a move? A, you're not sure they're gay. B, scared of rejection. C, heteronormativity. Or D, your friends. Okay. Um, I feel like it has to be the not sure they're gay for me. Mm. Because at this point in my life, I just can't handle that kind of rejection. That just like stings in a different way. It does because who even has the time to be straight these days? Honestly. <laughs> exactly. Then I'm like, how did I even it meet really this person? It really ruins my worldview. How did I even find this person who wasn't straight? I refuse to believe anyone is straight. <laughs> so <laughs> don't ruin my day and tell me that. <laughs> That's it. All right. Question number three. What's your go-to move? A, the can I kiss you? So you ask them a question. B, just go for it. Mouth on mouth. C, sneaky arm around the shoulder. That's more of a pre-move. But, you know, like that, like, you have a parrot on your shoulder. <laughs> that kind of move. Shoulder or, count. One, yeah. two, three, four. Yep. Or D, give him the eyes. Uh, well, none of these are super right. So I guess I'll go with the can I kiss you. Um, mm. Because I, Kelsey and I for sure had, like, a, that basically that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I'm a just go for it kind of gal. That feels right. That yeah. feels right to me. <laughs> I really surprised Jana. She was not expecting it, but here we are. <laughs> here you are. <laughs> she uh, went for que- it. Question four, Ellie. Do you have a past friendship that you still wonder if it could have been more? Yes or no? Okay, so that's a good question for me because no post-gay. Yes, mm. pre-gay. So once I came out, I literally was like, I'm telling everyone, you know, but before I came out, I still have people who I've literally been thinking about this, like not just in like a because I know about everyone else. Right. Like I made it so such a thing to know. I just need to know. Like, I don't care, <laughs> but I just need to know. Like, I just do you want to write them out a little note? And uh, would you have dated me? Yes. Senior year of high school. I need circle to know. Yes or no. Yeah. Mail it to them. Snail mail. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I just I just like knowing these things. And then I can be like, because oh. the questions eat at you. I mean, yes. it's fair. They they just they like gnaw away. They do. So I still think about some of those things. So and that was a long ass time ago. So ask them before it's before it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number five. What's the furthest sign where you still weren't sure if someone was into you? A, hanging out all the time. B, cuddling. C, making out. Or D, sleeping together. (laughs) I'm sorry. It just cracks me up. It's like this is 
this is the most lesbian stereotype of all. Yeah, or like cracks me up. So to be like in yeah, bed like, together, being like, I can't tell I she can't likes tell me. She, yeah. <laughs> so we've been sleeping together. We moved in together. She adopted my cat. I can't tell I if can't she's tell. into me. Are yeah. we dating? Um, I'm gonna say for me, it's it's be cuddling. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's. That's usually for me where I'm like, better bear my soul. So I, it doesn't get too far. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> That's tricky. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like it's a C for me. Okay. There's just been a lot of confusing makeouts where I'm like. Straight girls, they'll mess with you. They really mess with you. They really do. So, yeah. Wait, also, <laughs> Lee, did you say yes or no on four? On four? On what's uh, the... Do you have a past friendship? Oh, that's a good question. I didn't answer, I don't think. Um, I don't know if I have a question about whether it could have been more. I do have a friendship from college that I still cannot decide whether she was a little bit more confused by our relationship yep. or not. Um, That, like... Because it's not somebody that I was, that I had a crush on. I can't tell if she had a crush on me and, like, just couldn't quite figure that out. Yeah, I still have that question, yeah. That's, I have someone from college, too, and I'm like, I mean, I definitely had a crush on them. But I'm like, I just need to know. Mm. I literally, <laughs> I don't know what... I, when I was going through all my pictures and videos for my 30th birthday, when I was, like, combing through my, like, history, I saw some pictures of us on Facebook, the two of us from college, that this person that I'm, like, I really feel like we were dating. And I'm, like, we were in love. <laughs> and I just need to know if it was reciprocated. You need like, to the, send me those pictures. Thank you. The, the pictures are so – like, we – it was the same shit. We – I slept over in her room every night. We snuggled. We got in a huge best friend breakup because I started spending time with another girl. Sounds pretty gay, Ellie. Sounds it pretty gay. It was very gay. I just can't tell if like it was more gay on my end or not. But I need to know. And I need you to send me those pictures. That's all. I will. I have them. <laughs> sa- I literally saved them on my phone so that I could show people and be like, look. She was gay, right? (laughs) (laughs) It had to be. (laughs) Oh, my God. What an episode. Remember, you can give us your own answers to this episode's Q&A questions on our Twitter at Let's Hang Out Pod. Let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. We love hearing from everyone. We love continuing to build this community. So we just want to shout out some of our favorite things every week. And this week, we want to shout out someone on Instagram, Zoom and Rainbow, who reached out to tell us about another should have been gay entry on our list that is the 355. I know nothing about this. Okay, so I will tell you more about it because I also didn't really know about it and I feel like we need to know about it because they were like, how do they have this many badass women on here and none of them are gay together? So you have Jessica Chastain, Penelope Cruz, Lupita Nyong'o, Diane Kruger, like just so many. I'm sold already. Just so many hot women. And then they were just like, "Mm, let's not put them together. So 
it might be something that we have to start watching, Lee. Listen, I feel like we just burned ourselves with you again, but I'm like, a great cast that should have been gay, I'm in. Yeah, I'll do it again. Exactly. I'll do it, it every time. It also it, has like learn. a five a five star out of ten rating. So like it's I'm never it is, I'm never gonna learn though. Yeah, it has not gotten great reviews, but I would still watch it if it's sorta gay. <laughs> so we'll see. Amazing. But we always appreciate the recommendations. So keep them coming. Instagram, email. We love hearing from you. As always, we want to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster, Jess Klaus, Tanya Ferguson, Jacqueline Rose Nishino, Saren Julia, Danny Gunlock Tamora, Brittany Ray, Alana Rosen, Lizette Stye, Stacy, A.D. Benitez, Fiona W., Whitney Lennon, and Jennifer Trujillo. And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Leah Henley, Liz Chen, Julia Gonzalez, and Ashley White. Thank you. As always, we could not continue to do this show without you and all of our Patreon supporters. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and TikTok at Let's Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. You can also check out our new website for our production company, Dollar Bean Productions, at dollarbeanproductions.com. Whatever app you use for podcasts, make sure you subscribe so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And make sure that you have listened to all of the episodes of The Flame. It is up on any podcasting app, and you should make sure you listen to that before our next musical comes out. We're also posting videos on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch them. If you want to help support the podcast, the first way you can do that that's easy and free is to leave us a rating and a review on the Apple Podcast site. It helps people find the podcast, and we love reading the reviews. If you want to support us and join our Patreon family, you can do that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We did basically this entire episode based on chats we had in our Discord. So if you want to join our Discord and talk about relationships, talk about gay movies, have Patreon-led watch parties... We are going to be having a watch party in the next few weeks for our next Les Essentials. We will keep you updated on that. But you can join at bit.ly slash Patreon. If you want to help support us making more podcast musicals, you can support all of our efforts for The Flame and for Journey to the Heart at bit.ly slash The Flame Patreon. If you want to get some Les Hangout merch, you can get that at bit.ly slash Les Shop. We have mugs, we have shirts, we have crewnecks, we have all kinds of stuff on there. We have totes you can bring to all of the conventions that are starting to pop back up. You can get that at bit.ly slash shop. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Ellie Brigida. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.